Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Gentleman's Club podcast. Mark Myra and Shane Allen here. Uh, we got an interview with Broken Lizard, Steve Lemmy, and Farva. I'm not great with names, Shane. Okay. Steve Lemmy and Farva. Super Troopers and uh, Beer Beer Fast. These are their movies, right? Yeah. Okay. Was I there for that one? I don't know. Maybe. Okay. I don't know, uh, but the, that interview is coming up. We also have best of um, from the week, and I, these are the two that I got. Shane, condiments. They they came out with the list of the best condiments of two thousand or like best condiments by state. Yeah, some surprise ones in there. You didn't get to mention one. What's the one that you wanted to mention of a state? Oh, Was it like um, Nevada or Nebraska. According or to that thing, Nevada, you know where Las Vegas is. Uh, their number one condiment was Hellman's mayo. Damn. Which That's... is just remarkable because they are a, a motherfucking desert. What do you mean, so? What does that have to do with anything? You are in, in a hot desert and you're reaching for mayonnaise. It's just it's the juxtaposition of that. What would you do if you were in a hot like what's a what's a hot condiment to you? Not spicy, but yeah. like it's it's hot weather outside. What condiment are you reaching for? Well, they for? say to go for like spicy food because it raises your body temperature and it makes you like sweat and it cools you down. Oh, okay. So they I should be doing like Franks or Tabasco or sriracha, but they're so fat out there. They're doing mayo. It's just the best. It, I love the idea of like somebody stumbling out of a casino. Mm-hmm. Hammered drunk and like, I need I need my mayos. Um, the mayo to me, at least when I was younger, yes, mayo was a condiment. Oh, I got a sandwich. I'm gonna put mayo on it. But now it's got to have something in it. What's the fancy mayo? Like aioli? Uh huh. You got to go more aioli. I need some garlic and spices in that bad boy. Mix it up a bit. You know. I, I mean, we talk about it in there, but I I don't. I feel like I can't even consider mayo a condiment. I feel like that's more of a spread. Oh, the difference between spread. Oh, this is a very, it's it's in the best of, we'll get ready to get to it. It's a very, we get deep into this. It's very, it's a, it's a very divisive issue and it's something that is near and dear to my heart. It might be the greatest break we've ever done. It's one I'll of those, that out there. we're at the point now where like pretty important subjects where it's just like uh, Donald Trump is, he's lighting Mexican kids on fire. And those breaks at this point, we'll do them, but they're just so boring, right? It's like, yeah, Donald Trump is now wearing the carcass of a Chinese immigrant, you know, as a suit. Okay, all right, next. But when it gets to food, mm-hmm. I feel like the passion is brought back into this show, Shane. Yeah, I don't know what that says about me if I don't care about Mexican children or something. Um, but I, I know for sure I care about cheese. So You heard it here first. He cares about Mexican food more than Mexican children. Mm. Right? Ooh, if we can get Mexican children making more Mexican food. Start caring. I might, uh, I might vote the Green Party. <laughs> okay. And then uh, the second break is about, that, that we have here is about, <laughs> oh yeah, Governor Cuomo making a hashtag Me Too joke. Yeah. As he does. <laughs> yeah, he's he's funny, you know. He used to do a lot of stand-up, I heard, back in the day. But his brothers on CNN, the Cuomo, the Cuomo bros, and they are like, they those two are really just the most douchey bro dudes ever, and I love that one's our governor and one's a like a lead anchor on CNN. I you you think that the other Cuomo is a douche? Like eh, a little like just I'm talking about muscle wise. I'm not talking about like yeah no I think he he's he's got some huge freaking guns on him. Yeah, he's 
attractive. Yeah. I, mean, I think he's he's I think he's funny sometimes. I think he actually does good interviews. He actually holds people to the fire. I'd but then to say that our governor is a bro dude is wrong. I'm sure that underneath that suit it's just a, a disaster. Oh, body wise? Yeah. I guess he's more he's he I don't know. He sounds like a meathead when he talks. He's like a big old mush mouth. Um yeah, so we'll get to Oh, do you hear, hear we can't talk about it on air or we shouldn't, but we do way too much. Uh, just to pull back the curtain here on the radio show, Taco Bell doesn't spend any money with us. And the whole thing is, if there's a company that could be spending money with us, but doesn't, you shouldn't talk about them, negative or positive. But we make sure that we just, it's just in our hearts, we have glowing reviews of Taco Bell like once or twice a week. But they don't spend money with us. But I think you saw what they're doing, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Expanding the vegan and vegetarian menu. I see everything that uh, Taco Bell does because I am an avid follower of Taco Bell. I okay. am a, I'm a moderator on uh, some of their forums. <laughs> I I have uh, Google alerts for anything Taco Bell does. Hey, I got a call coming in. Should we just take it? See what happens? It's going to be a telemarketer. Do you have headphones? Can we do this? Or? Yeah. Okay. All right. Toss it in. Let's see. Is it Taco Bell? Let's see, Let's see what's happened. Hello, Zone. Hello? Hello? Mom? Maybe there wasn't a phone, co- phone call coming in. Who knows? All right. So anyways, so Taco Bell, do, do you see what they're doing? Like, is there? I mean, are, it just said that they were testing a vegetarian and vegan menu. Oh, okay. I didn't know if it was like 100% guaranteed they're coming out with stuff. They probably will. They They've done like it before. List. And I think that they, you know, they're they're hot on the trends. They know that uh, we're, we're headed more towards vegetarianism in this country. And I think they're trying to cater to it. They're, they are the number one fast food restaurant right now. For vegetarians. Can you just replace pretty much any protein with beans on yeah. anything, right? Yeah. That's it? And they do a lot of rice stuff. and So I'm excited to see what they'll do. You know? Mm-hmm. I'm a fat guy and I'm a vegetarian. So uh, this really uh, tickles my fancy. Right. Yeah. All right. Oh, I want it. So, I, you know what? I think um, I'm, I think I'm happy that the, this Jeremy Kappel thing. Kappel? Kappel? The Channel 10 guy that said the racist thing. This is over, right? It seems over. I don't know. You keep on posting about it. Well, I get so, you know what it is? I get so angry sometimes when I see something and then it's like, oh, I got to post something. And then I, hey, I haven't posted something in the last two days I, or a day and a half, day and a half. Yeah, I was going to say, you posted something like last night. I didn't post anything about it last okay. night, Shane. Yeah, yeah. Day and a half. I, I, you're still on the wrong side, right? You still I'm, think you should have been fired? You're still on the wrong side of everything? No, no, wait, I I mean, I think I'm on the wrong side compared to the uh, wrong side of what you think. Yeah, I'm on a different side. I don't know. Oh, I, the wrong side <laughs> is what you're on. That You think no, he should have no. been fired and I you think he's a racist. No, I've never said either of those things. Uh, okay. I never, look, look at any post, listen to our past breaks. Uh-huh. I've never said he should have been fired. And I never said that he was a racist. I've said he said racist or something that was racist. I and remember you saying he should have been fired. No, never. That you agreed with Channel 10. No, I I can see why they did it, but I also said right off the bat that I think Channel 10 handled it wrong. Mm-hmm. I've always said that both Channel 10 and uh, uh, Jeremy, uh, can't say Martin Luther King correctly, uh, Kappel, should have just apologized immediately or even the day after. Like He was just tweeting about the Colts the entire weekend as this thing was blowing up, and they should have just... Apologize and they, had a better apology. The, the apologies don't mean shit. Yes, they do. 
they don't. Like, look, I'm ta- we talked about it before, but look at what happened to Kevin Hart. He has to he had to go on like a third apology tour about tweets he made 12 years ago. Apologies don't mean jack. I uh I think you could I th- I think you're right about Kevin Hart's situation. Uh-huh. I I think you can take every situation as it goes. It's not like Okay. Well, I think you're right about the Kevin Hart thing. I, I like, really, yeah. I don't think that if he apologized, it, you, 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 it would have changed anything for you. Well, he, he did apologize, and I think most people have accepted it. Yeah. So it did change something for him. Everybody's accepting it, and I think this dude's going to be making a ton of money somewhere else because everybody's pretty much forgiven him. Mm-hmm. So I think he'll be fine. And I do think Channel 10 messed up with how they handled it. So I, I just don't, all I'm saying is his apology was weak and late. That's that's pretty much my stance on it. Mm-hmm. Weak and late, and then that's all about it. But dude, the dude's gonna be fine now. He's like he's gonna end I up being like a communications director for some like I mean, governor that, or something. That's what people think, but I, I don't. I don't think it's true he, at all. He's national news. His name, when you type it in now, is synonymous with saying racist things. So mm-hmm. I don't know how this is how this turns out to be. Great. I think you got uh, you got Martin Luther King's daughter saying it was fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you don't have. I mean, I'm just saying his name is now tied in with this stuff, and uh, it's just it's it was an insane situation this week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think he'll be okay. All right, so should we? Uh, we'll get to the, the the goods, the best of stuff. Oh sure. All right, let's get to it. Beep, boop, boop, boop. Shane, finally, the, the stats are in. The survey is over. We have the official most popular condiment in every state, but also in the entire United States. Okay? Okay. So let's let's start big and let's go small. That's how sex works, right? Yes. Let's start big and get smaller. Mark, and I, you know I'm a sauceman, so I have You're, a lot of I have a lot riding on this. I always thought you were a dip guy. I'm a, not, dip, I'm a dip and a sauceman. Okay. I'm a dipper, sauceman. I already know. I already can feel it in my hollow bones that uh, you're not going to like nationwide what the number one is. Okay. Which is very specific, brand specific too. The number one condiment in the United States is Hidden Valley Ranch. Hidden Valley Ranch. That's number one the entire United States. You thought I'd be against that? Yeah, I didn't. I don't know. I didn't think you were oh. a ranch guy. I mean, obviously, I prefer a blue cheese. But yeah, I'm I'm all about the mayo base. Okay, dipping sauces. Yeah, well I look. Well, I was thinking like, what is the flavor of ranch? I mean, it's mayo, buttermilk in there, like as its base. Mm. Um, but mostly it's just garlic, garlicky pickle, like dill in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all it is. It's just you know dill and garlic. It's lovely and uh, saltiness. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not anti ranch either. Uh, there's a lot of people in the area that are. Where they get upset with just like you know buffalo wings or something. Well, yeah, obviously that's a travesty, and you should never do that. But it's a very—I feel like it's a very middle America. Like everybody just has it at home, put mm-hmm. it on some chicken or put it on salad or whatever, and you're good. You know? Yeah. People dip their fries in there. You're into that? Yeah, and then um, just to get New York State out of the way, I, I didn't. This was a little bit of a surprise. I guess we're in Nutella State. Nutella is the condiment that uh, okay. that we use, I guess. Now, this is where we need to have a, a serious discussion. I looked up the definition of condiment, which, according to Webster Dictionary, is something used to enhance the flavor of food. What is that trash? What do you want The dictionary it to be? is 
stupid. What do you want the the definition of a condiment when, to be? When I think of a condiment, I think like ketchup, right? Okay. Something you got to squirt. Usually comes out of a bottle. It's something you dip something in, into, right? Yeah. Or you, okay. you spread on, uh, not spread because I feel like then you open it up for this Nutella. I've never thought of Nutella as like a condiment. I've never thought of like wow. peanut butter as a condiment. Can I give you more? I, I'm on Wikipedia for the, the definition of a condiment. Yeah. Condiment, a condiment is a, a table sauce, spice, sauce, or preparation such as adding onions. Okay. They're saying adding onions is now a condiment. That's, that's insane. That's adding onions. That's not a condiment. So like bacon is a condiment now because people just add bacon to everything. Mm. That, that, that's a condiment? This is, what, this is where we're at now? So what about Nutella. I don't think it's... Uh, is that a it's, spread? It's like a spread. I wouldn't count that as a condiment. You want more vi- viscous liquidiness in your condiments. Like when I think condiment, it's something that I would dip a, a chicken tender or a french fry into. That's but I constitutes could. condiment. Yeah. Or like even just a, a veggie. You Vinegar. Know? Condiment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Salt and not a condiment though. Salt and pepper? I'm saying, well, if, that's, if that is the definition of a condiment... Number one across the board should be salt. That's the ultimate condiment. The ultimate condiment. Try to eat something without salt. I did my entire life. My parents are awful at cooking. Yeah, it's the worst thing ever. I, like, this is for real, where, like, my parents, my mom was so afraid of using salt. She never used it in anything. Like, we didn't just have table salt. She wouldn't use it in her cooking. Mm -hmm. No salt. And I, like, around age 12 or 13, I went... Like go eat at someone else's house where they would use salt. My world like opened up. It was like it was like being colorblind and then seeing colors for the first time. I was tasting flavors I never tasted before. Shane, she wasn't <laughs> using salt in her cooking. Dude, my parents had to pull me aside when I was a child, and they had to. They told me like you're using too much salt. <laughs> what are you I doing? Loved salt. <laughs> I loved it. I put it. I put it on everything. I loved it. I was like, uh, I was like a reverse snail. I what, couldn't get enough. <laughs> what was you were too wet? Yeah. We needed to dry you up a little bit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so we had to salt you up. What's what's your? So you salt's your number one. Salt's number one. Cheese number two. Okay, cheese is a condiment. I guess so. It's anything that enhances the flavor of food. Okay, put cheese on anything, and I will eat it. Um, can I? But like sneaky sauces. I mean, a blue cheese didn't make this list at all, which I feel is a travesty. And I feel like it's because this this seems like it's a really brand specific type of thing. And the nationwide brands of blue cheese are trash. They're okay. trash. They're garbage. Um, but well, Salvatore's has the best blue cheese in town. So, but they're not they're not a national brand sure. yet. One day, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, but here's some sneaky sleeper picks for you. That shrimp sauce you get when you go to a hibachi place. The shrimp, the, sauce. like the creamier one that they give you when okay, you're doing the hibachi. Yeah, yeah. Dank. Oh, my God. Amazing. Wait, is they good? Dank. So good. <laughs> yum, yum. <laughs> yummy, yummy. <laughs> so fat. Uh, and then if you want to kick a Greek, the tzatziki, right? That's a Greek thing. Tzatziki sauce is good, yeah. Fantastic. My God. Yummy, yummy. <laughs> I, <laughs> I guess I never thought of what my favorite... Condiment. Would what? Be. I really love. You've never thought of I would, this. I would really, I really do love Nutella. If we're counting That's, Nutella, I, I cannot. Do, I can't. I do love it. I do love tzatziki sauce. I like. If you're going hibachi, I like the salad dressing. Mm-hmm. Whatever that is, I don't know that orange. Yeah, the bright ginger. Orange. Yeah, yeah, it's delish. That's yeah. that's fantastic. 
I'm very pro mustard, all kinds of mustard. I'm anti ketchup. And I know there's people out there that are a bunch of ketchup heads yeah. and you can get at us. Facebook.com slash the gentleman's club show. Whether you're a, mu- a mustard boy, a mm. mustard man, or a ketchup kid. Yeah. Are you a mustard man or woman or a ketchup child? Preview and child. <laughs> Facebook.com slash the gentleman's club. I got to lay down on the gauntlet too. I'm a ma- um, mustard man. I'm a mustard man as well. Okay. And I got to say, you honey mustard people can get out of my country. It's a little much. I feel like you're trying to turn mustard into ketchup by sweetening it up. And that's not what mustard was made for. Okay. Yeah. Don't like it one bit. I, going back to this <laughs> most popular condiments oh, yes, yes, in yes. America thing. Can I say, I got to give a shout out to Indiana and Michigan woo, woo. because their number one condiment is Bertoli's Alfredo with aged Parmesan cheese sauce. How brave of them to be so outwardly fat. They're a year away from being like, hey, what's your favorite condiment, Michigan? Oh, Toll House Cookie Dough. The fattest people ever. Well, because that's, uh, that's um, oh, what's it called? Not carousel. But casserole country. And that's where it, you but just put that white sauce on any casserole. Not a condiment. The sauce. It's oh, agreed. Agreed. I okay. Not a cunt. You want to talk about brazen Mississippi? Yeah. Did you, they have Mississippi has French's crunchy toppers, crispy jalapenos. I've never even heard of that, and I need that. What is I want that? that? What I is that? that? Well, the, um, French's they do like the the crunchy onion things you put on top of a yeah, green bean casserole. Yeah, this sounds like a, a a candy for a pig. i dude. That's me. I want that in my mouth. Beep, boop boop boop. Shane, Governor Cuomo uh, getting, uh, getting a little heat, a little into a little trouble. I think this was yesterday. I'll be honest. I don't even know what he was talking to reporters about, but there was a nice gaggle of reporters, Shane, mm-hmm. surrounding around him, right? And he was uh, basically trying to tell him to like, back off a little bit. Like, watch out. Give me my space, right? And by his way of doing that was by making a joke about uh, the Me Too movement. And so we, we got the audio here. Here's Governor Cuomo and his comments about his joke about the Me Too movement. Here, check it out. I'll bring you all up on charges under the Me Too movement. Uh, I'm very excited. It's exciting to start. Hey. I'm very excited. Yep. He, it's a, it's a I'll bring again. you all up on charges under the Me Too movement. Uh, I'm very excited. Ray Romano here. <laughs> so weird that he could move on so quickly with that sea of laughter that he oh, was getting. He killed. He, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. he he like look, I I like Governor Cuomo's politics, but he does seem like a big old dumb mush mouth, right? He's a big old dummy. Him and his brother just like big meatheads, man. Apparently not as uh, big of a dummy as Cynthia Nixon, right? Because she lost. Yeah, she lost. She lost to him. So, <laughs> yeah, uh, take that, Sex in the City. Um, then uh, what? What are you doing? What are you doing? Why Cuomo? are you trying to make a joke? You're not funny. Sorry, you're not a funny guy. Don't do that joke. Why are you trying to make light of the Me Too movement? Are you? Are you? Are you dumb? What yes, are you doing? He's- Just stop. No, don't do that. God. I mean, and he recently got in trouble for this bad boy, too. This was like a couple months ago. We're not going to make America great again. It was never that great. Right? So everybody got upset, or people got upset at him about that. It was never that great. He does say a bunch of stuff that's just dumb. Mm -hmm. Right? 
Well, that that's just like, I mean, that's kind of true. And he backed it up. Mm-hmm. But like, don't don't make me two movement jokes. Don't don't go out there and make Black Lives Matter jokes. Just be a governor. Well, I I know this is not the person uh, <clears throat> that a lot of people want me to bring up, but I was watching an interview with former Senator Al Franken. Okay. Okay. Used to be on SNL, comedian, right? Yeah. Became senator and then uh, got kicked out of being a senator because of the Me Too movement, right? Because mm-hmm. of the, I'm going to pretend to squeeze this lady's boob picture came up, right? Yeah. Um, but Al Franken, so he was on SNL and he was a comedian. So obviously a funny person. And he said that uh, when he became a senator, I think the term for senator is six years. He told himself, he's like, I'm going to never, ever in any way make a joke. Mm-hmm. I'm not, he's like, I know I'm a funny person. I'm not going to try to be funny. Not going to attempt to be funny in any way. Yeah, I'm going to be completely serious. This is a serious job. And he's just like, I know that if I try to be funny in any way, it's just going to backfire. Yeah. And that's Al Franken, an actual that's, funny person. Yeah, funny Actual smart person. Yeah. Governor Cuomo, uh, I, I must have missed his tenure on SNL. Not that funny of a guy, right? No. I would say no. Don't don't make jokes. This is not this is not the time. This is not your place. What are you doing? <laughs> remember when uh, You're a governor. Remember Be a governor. I think this I think making jokes ruined Hillary Clinton when she was running up against Trump. Yeah. Right? Do you remember the Well, yeah. Her idea of what jokes mean so here's a here's hillary clinton's joke um about poke her pokemon go joke i don't know who created pokemon go <laughs> but i'm trying to figure out how we get them to have pokemon go to the polls <laughs> i'm a lizard yeah the worst thing. how we get them to have pokemon go to the polls <laughs> dude that lost it for her they lost it so for her. Cringy. She was like a really cringy person. Pokemon go to the polls. I know that this is like a you know a, a politics thing where it's like yeah you you know you want to look like you're you know just just one of the peoples you know you gotta yeah you gotta look normal you know you gotta fit in somebody that they want to hang out with. It's like Hillary Clinton. You're not. You're not. Don't don't be that. Be be the bookworm. You know. Lady that you are the hot librarian that you are. Like who's the who's the Native American woman that's running? <laughs> <laughs> Elizabeth Warren. Yeah, yeah, of course. The full blooded Native American. Hundred <laughs> yeah, percent. Um, she she did a thing in her announcement where she's like, you know what? I think I'm gonna go have a beer. And I was like, what uh, are you doing? Don't try to play this whole like ah, I'm just one of the guys. Yeah. Whatever, Kamala. It's not natural for you because you that's. You're a weirdo. Kamala so, Harris announced yeah. she's running for president. She said she's going to go butt chug half a liter of vodka. Like the only, the only person that can get away with that stuff is that uh, the lady from the Bronx, Judge Ocasio-Cortez. Yeah. She's, she's like Ocasio-Cortez. Because she was like a legit normal person that was a bartender until she got elected. And she's younger than me. Yeah. She's 28 years old. So she she's, can pull that stuff off. Governor Cuomo, you can't make these jokes because you're not funny. You're an old stiff man, so be an old stiff man. Look at uh, the the person that had the most young voters was freaking Bernie Sanders, and that dude was not trying to be hip and cool in any way, right? They went with the old Jewish New Yorker dude. That's where the young kids went. Yeah, the guy that yells percentages. Yeah, 
<laughs> and has a back that looks like a lowercase J. Beep, boop, boop, boop. Steve Lemmy and Kevin Heffernan here from uh, Broken Lizard and Super Troopers and Beer Fest yeah. and, and all that good stuff uh, hanging out. You guys are at Comedy at the Carlson tonight yeah. and uh, tomorrow for two shows, yep. Saturday two mm-hmm. shows. Yep. Um, this this is the third time back, right? Third, or I think our third, third or fourth. Yeah. Third? First time at the Carlson, though. Yeah, coming right? to Carlson, brand new. I hear yeah. it's great. I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, it's, uh, it's the a owner. Place. The owner tells us it's a beautiful room. Yeah. <laughs> it's his job, right? Yeah. <laughs> We're excited. No, we, we always have great shows out here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, certainly psyched to get to this new place and eat some garbage plates. Right. I love, <laughs> I love that. Um, it's like the equivalent of... When somebody comes, like, let's say a, a musician comes to town and they're like, hey, uh, Rochester! And everybody's like, yeah, that's us! <laughs> yeah. Same thing with garbage plates. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. It was like, hey, guys, garbage plates! Yeah, and everybody's like, like, well, I know what that is! Sure. Is this the only city in America that serves the garbage plate? I think in, I, I'm sure other places do. I know there was like, uh, people got real hurt. Do you know um, Andrew Zimmerman? I he's the bizarre. He's on Food Tra- Food Network. Okay, and he or Travel Network, and he his whole thing is bizarre foods. Okay, and he goes to different countries, and it's just like look at this crap they eat, and then he <laughs> right, eats it. And he's right. like, wow, that's really gross. And yeah, he's been out for like eight seasons. Sure, he went to Buffalo. Okay, which is like fifty miles from here. Yeah, and he ate a garbage plate there. Wait a okay. second, and it was like a Wait garbage a plate in Buffalo. That's right. stupid. How dare you, mother effer? Yeah. <laughs> when was the last time you ate a garbage plate? Yesterday. Shut up. It was really? yesterday. And I'm take that Heffernan. Really? Take that Heffernan. <laughs> and I'm not the type that's like big into them because yeah. I'm 30 now and I'm not like drinking every night. Sure. You know? Because sure. I had one for lunch. And you had a garbage what? plate for lunch. Why did you have one for lunch? Like, did, was you were you at a place where they? Yeah, well, I'll be honest. It was between. Um, I'm. We'll see what you guys decide uh, is the better choice. It was just like an ex- old sales guy that used to work here. He was like, "Hey, haven't seen you. Let's all go out. We'll get some lunch." And our big joke, kind of on ourselves, is uh, let's uh, let's do Pizza Hut buffet. Okay, because that's horrible. Yeah. Sure. And then <laughs> says you says the, you. One of the guys in the group was like, "Oh no, let's uh, let's let's not do that." Yeah. And I think he was thinking like, oh, let's not do that. Now we're going to go somewhere better. Like maybe like, well, we'll get Indian food or something. Sure. And instead it was like, oh, let's not do that. Oh, okay. Well, let's get diarrhea instead <laughs> or a different type of diarrhea. Yeah. Let's get garbage plates. I don't yeah. know what you guys would choose, garbage okay. plate or Pizza Hut buffet. Um, I think for the novelty of it to me, garbage plate. I think because I love garbage plates so much, I do garbage <laughs> yeah. plate. But it's like, do you have, like in Buffalo, for instance, like we sought out wing places. There were places that serve or something. Serve yeah. wings, yeah, like yeah. Gabriel's Gate or something like that. Do you have restaurants that just do garbage plates? Yeah, it's more of just like, um, I mean, I don't know. I guess other parts of the country, it would be just like a burger joint. Yeah. Sure. So like every burger joint here, their staple yeah. rather than a cheeseburger is a garbage plate. Yeah. Because okay. it's just the same crap. It's sure. like but it's their version of it. We, took a, we yeah. took a burger and then we just forgot to put it together and then we threw everything <laughs> on it. And then, sure. But so. are there like, you know, it's like, okay, so you go to, you know, a wing place and you can get any kind of wing, like 50 kind of wing. Are there 50 kind of garbage plates? Or is there just one no, garbage I think it's, plate? I mean, it's it's like, like, this, like your side choices. You got home fries, mac salad, beans, maybe Ippolito, maybe coleslaw. I don't know. If you're a real horrible person, beans. <laughs> yeah, beans. <laughs> so there's not like a Greek garbage plate with like there feta are, cheese and are, olives. There are different variations. Okay. There's a fish plate and stuff yeah. like that. But the original, it's either beans, home fries, or mac and cheese. Yeah. I think my favorite thing that a place does, there's a place um, in, in Gates. Not, I, I mean, it's not like crazy popular, but it's called Wimpy's. Yeah. And what they do with their garbage plate is, um, so it'll be like the you know, Mac, 
home fries, we'll say, as the sides. And then on top is like two cheeseburgers and then yeah. all the crap on top of it. Mm. Instead of changing it up in any way, they just go, how about we put four cheeseburgers on it? And they the, mm. they put like six cheeseburgers sure, on sure. it. So it's just like, 25 oh. cheeseburgers. Yeah, they're just trying to sell more product sure, sure, sure. is what they're doing. It sounds delicious. Yeah. <laughs> I'm definitely, like, I didn't realize there's burger meat on there. Yeah. I'm definitely getting a garbage plate. That's my next We're meal. going deep dives into garbage plate yeah. right now. Yeah. So, uh, well, plate Super Troopers 2, are you guys done yeah. filming? Yeah, it's, it's done. done. It's done. It's edited. It's in the can. It's ready to go. And it's got a release date, uh, 420. Oh, yeah. yeah. 420. 2018. Very clever. Yeah. <laughs> we can't take credit for it. There, okay. are peop- there are people higher up the ladder. Uh, that, uh, I mean, that. listen, you know, it's like to, to put out a movie on Easter weekend and choose Easter weekend as your, <laughs> I mean, that's a special date, really April 20th. Yeah. <laughs> um, talking to uh, uh, Kevin and Steve of Broken Lizard and Super Troopers and Super Troopers 2 is coming out. This was, wasn't this crowdfunded? Yeah. At least partially? Half or? of it, yeah. Yeah. Did you do any of those things where it's like if you, if you do $5,000 towards the movie, you get a part? or something yeah yeah we did a bunch of those oh, how bad was that well it was funny because we also did like uh we sold like uh you can be extras you know okay. what i mean and i there was something ended up being like maybe 300 people and over the course of you know the shooting you'd have like 50 people come to the set and uh who had won these you know these yeah, yeah. prizes or whatever and they would come and you have to get them all in the movie and make sure they all you know have a good time and but then have you, lunch with them. You, and, yeah, you'd have lunch with them. And, and actually, it was very emotional. Like you, you wouldn't think so, but you, you were talking to a group of people who literally are the ones who got the movie made. Yeah. Because like I think we raised four and a half, five million bucks in a month's time, and that got other investors to notice that, you know, and, and the studio also to be like, okay, I guess the fans are still out there. And so then we got the rest of the money to make the movie. And literally, you're talking to a group of people who who had the essential part of getting your movie greenlit. And, and you'd thank them all, and you'd find yourself starting, like, bordering on tears. And you're like, whoa, wait a second. I never cry. Pull it back, bro. Yeah, I never cry. I'm about to cry. But we had other funny things, too. Like, you know, we were talking about before about how we, we sold one of the one of the cop cars. Oh, yeah. Uh, and it went in, in the first 24 hours. Somebody bought one of the Super Troopers cars for 30000 bucks. Damn. Yeah. Pretty good, and then yeah. and then we gave uh, like we were doing uh, for ten thousand bucks, you could buy a speaking role, like you could have a line in the movie, and so we did one of those, and we sold it, and we're like boom, and then we offered another one, and the union, like the you know the Screen Actors Guild, saw that, and they're like whoa whoa, <laughs> they called us up, they're like you guys better cease and desist. Wait, really? You got yeah, laws you can't do that. They didn't yeah. get their cut or something. Like, yeah, I mean <laughs> it's like you you should be hiring union actors instead of selling roles. I mean that was what their their deal was. So. Yeah. It came down. Were you able to use do at least the one? Yeah, got the one. Yep, 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 yep. But his scene got cut. Yeah, yeah. Apparently. I was gonna say, but he'll get the footage. It's a scene with Farva, and he'll get the. Well, I think he's like saying it was my fault. It was my fault, guys. Kevin okay. messed it up. I messed it up. And then we had a twenty-five million dollar prize. Uh, twenty-five million dollars. You could choose. Uh, one of us would sire an offspring for you. Okay. And we <laughs> thought that you know, it's a, either you could select your guy, or right. you could just have like a little, like a like a, a milkshake. <laughs> yeah, play a little <laughs> Russian roulette and see, yeah. and see if your kid comes out fat or short or Indian or whatever it is, or, and then yeah. you'd know who the father. We was. thought it'd be awesome if like if it came out all of them. If you had like a short, fat, <laughs> brown uh, baby, <laughs> you know, you got the milkshake. Yeah. yeah. Um, you thinking about doing that or? Uh, it's still for sale. Twenty five. We know you got like a million kids. Yeah, I need more. <laughs> yeah. You want a short, fat, brown one? <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm a little brown, so okay. <laughs> they're, okay. already, they're already popped out <laughs> sure. that way. Um, I'm not even attempt to say his last name, but Jay was here. Chandra Sekar. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, of of Super Troopers and and Broken Lizard, and he was here, and he we were talking about um, the uh, 
the the penis shower scene with uh, Farva, with, yeah. with you, Kevin. And he was like, he was telling me that it was his great directing skills and convincing you to get the scene in the movie because you didn't want it. Yeah, in the movie with with your penis showing. Sure, and he he was like kind of like building himself up, like I'm the one, I'm nah. the one that made it happen. I, made I guess he did. I guess he happen. did. I mean, I, we were in the editing room. I just wanted to get your side well, yeah. of it. Well, know? hold on, a, hold on a second. The penis shot was an accident. Yeah, yeah. That's yes, it was. The guy laughed. The yeah, yeah. The guy laughed. laughed the camera and dipped, and then it was in the it, the fight was in the edit room. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then it was it was put to a vote. <laughs> which was all right should Farva's dick go in the yeah. the movie or not and Kevin was putting together his argument which was like nobody wants to see Farva's dick sure and the rest of us were like actually everybody wants to see Farva's dick but I feel and so like he was voted down since it's yours you should have gotten like more votes I know. Like I know. Electoral college type. Well, I know. I was like, stuff. "What are you trying to do, man? Like, what's the?" And he's like, "I just want to make it gritty, you know, like like bad lieutenant, you know." And you're like, "Wait a minute, you know, I don't know. It's, it, it was kind of ridiculous, but it's, but it's great. And now you got to live with it, you know. It's like we have people come to our. Sh- we had a woman come to our show, and she made a T-shirt out of it. Like she made it, she paused the thing, made a still Jeez. of my full frontal and then wore it to the show in a t-shirt. And you're like, wow, that's weird. That's really intense. That's weird. Right? Yeah. Well, I, I mean, with uh, HBO becoming even more popular, like male nudity's nothing yeah. now. It's like, it's encouraged. You know, you know? what? Sure. We have so much male nudity in Super Troopers too. Nice. Because well, 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 we're equal opportunity. That's <laughs> yeah. why. You know, if you have male nudity, you have female nudity. We give something back to the ladies. Sure. You know? That's right. How, uh, so... Talking to uh, uh, Kevin and Steve of Broken Lizard and Super Troopers. Super Troopers 2 coming out on uh, 420. They're at uh, Comedy at the Carlson tonight, tomorrow, Saturday. Uh, Hugh Hefner passing away yesterday, 91 years old. Yeah. Um, I just didn't know. Like, were you guys Playboy guys? Or yeah. Like- yeah, I grew up. I, I mean, you know, actually, I might talk about it a little bit tonight. Like, I wound up getting a subscription to Playboy when I was eight years old. Eight. <laughs> like, I, I, well, I was walking down the street with a buddy of mine. We found one of those subscription cards to Playboy on the sidewalk. Yeah. We, as a joke, we filled it out with my name and address and, you know, dropped it in the mailbox. No postage required because Hugh Hefner was that awesome. Right. <laughs> Taking care of you. Three weeks later, it showed up at my house and my parents had a big discussion about it. And then they agreed to let me keep the subscription. Wow. Look at that. Yeah. <laughs> my mom, my, you know, my mom. I think honestly what it was is that back like in New York City's in New York City in the 70s when I was a kid, like fear of homosexuality was rampant. Okay. And I think that's what my dad used to convince my mom that that I was going down the right path. Oh, okay. <laughs> no. And uh, and if we didn't get the subscription to Playboy, I was going to become gay potentially. And you sure. did, but you did become gay. So that's, that's weird. I did. Yeah. And, and, it's, <laughs> so, and it's a good thing. It was because of Playboy. That's right. You know? Yeah. <laughs> so thank you, Hugh Hefner. <laughs> I think my favorite part of Playboy is just like the people that try the guys that try to twist it were just like, uh, oh, it's uh, this is feminism. Right? Yeah. The, the ladies <laughs> choosing. Sure. Sure. And the articles are awesome. <laughs> great articles. Hold on. The articles were great. I, and I they had legitimate stuff. They had great. Like, they had good writers, yeah. But uh, but the the thing was, like, what, two, three years ago, they decided to go no nudity anymore. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because the articles are so good or whatever. <laughs> well, just because, like, now you could, back, back in that time, that was the only thing you could see. Yeah. It was Playboy Porn Magazine. There's Pornhub now. There's yeah. like. Yeah, there's like so much. Yeah, there's so many breasts. There, there are kids with mental problems b- due to all the porn that's out there. <laughs> sure. We didn't have that back when I was growing up. Yeah, like nobody's going to Pornhub for the articles. Sure, 
you yeah. know, it's all... Although the articles are really good really on nice. Pornhub. <laughs> I spent a lot sure. of time yeah. on it. But all we right. had a couple of playmates uh, in Super Troopers 2. In the opening scene of Super Troopers 2, we have a couple of playmates. Yeah. 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 Pamela Horton and Beth Williams. Yeah, who came in uh, and did the, did the movie with us. So. Sweet. So yeah. four, 420, That's the Super Troopers 2. Yeah. yeah. Um, at, uh, every Wide release. and Wide release, yeah. yeah. Everywhere. Sweet. Theater near you. Yeah. And, uh, in Rochester, you gonna go see it opening weekend or what? Yeah, opening week. I'll bring the kids. Yeah, bring okay. the kids. I yeah. love it. It's good for the kids. <laughs> they love it. It's a family film. Yeah, yeah. Okay. perfect. You know, Super Troopers. Uh, our movies, not just Super Troopers, Beer Fest and, and Club Dread and Slam and Salmon, yeah. have brought families together. Oh, really? Yeah, but, you know, you're supposed to back me up. <laughs> I mean, I knew oh, really? that. I know yes. that because it's good <laughs> moral, yeah. good moral lessons. That's, that doesn't bode well for the weekend. <laughs> Kevin's supposed to yes and me. <laughs> All right. Well, t- uh, tonight. Uh, comedy at the Carlson and uh, tomorrow two shows Saturday two shows we're gonna do meet and greets after all the shows sweet and you, you know, you know what we're place. gonna do can I tell you something exclusive that, <laughs> like we you know we're doing a little bit of the press tour right now yeah here in Rochester no offense the press you're, tour you're not our first yeah I know I've heard okay. <laughs> but uh, but I'm gonna give you an exclusive that we haven't talked about yet because okay. we totally forgot uh, Kevin and I have have an exciting scene together in Super Troopers 2 okay Kevin and I have a love scene Wow. Yeah, Super Troopers 2, Mac and Farver go mustache to mustache. Damn. We're going to talk about it tonight. Yeah, the, the live show. show. There it is. So, you heard it here first. Behind yeah. the scenes. Mustache to mustache. That's right. That's right. <laughs> that was the name of our boy band uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. back in the 90s, mustache, yeah, mustache to mustache. To mustache. Yeah. Well, guys, thanks for dropping by and check them out tonight. Comedy at the Carlson and the rest of the weekend. Thank you. Sweet.